0: The following podcast is being pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome everyone to a new episode of Mexi Mind Matters. I have a special treat for you guys today because we are in Raleigh, North Carolina, where we just played the East Regional Tournament, the Jackaroos, yes, the Columbus Jackaroos. We avenged a dreadful defeat in Boston by beating Boston today, but came up short against Baltimore and New York, mainly because Stork, and Ramo and Rob all got injuries, and so we would have won if we had our best players out there, but c'est la vie. However, we, we have a newbie on the show, special guest Ryan, who has brought to my attention that the Columbus Jackaroos have a Wikipedia page that I did not know about. The Columbus Jackaroos Wikipedia page. Let me read out loud. A nonprofit organization compete in the USAFL, of course. Runners up in 2012 and national champions in 2013. Clearly, nobody updates the page. It even says Coach John Fisher. How did you even come across this, well, number one?
1: Well, I'll tell you what, man, after watching some of the tournament games today, you know, came back and decided just, you know, while we're sitting here bored waiting for the rain to, uh, to go away before we can go have some drinks, uh, looked up the USAFL through Google. What? And it came up, man. It came up. Hold and it had, on, every, had, every, had a Wikipedia page for every team in the United States of America, and two in Canada.
0: Calvary, hold on, hold, and, uh, hold, hold on, hold on. That, that does not sound right. Okay, so I'm currently on... <coughs> we do research on this podcast before we start talking nonsense. So... <laughs> The we, research was there, man. Well, the hold on. Okay, so I'm on the page. Where do you see these Wikipedia page links?
1: Well, there's there's a whole link on there for the whole Australian Rules football. So if you click on that whole link, you get a list of all the teams that are in there. Yes. And then you could drill into the teams, and that's where I was. I was like, man, you all guys right, so, have a Wikipedia on. page, and I don't even know if you know about it, man. Like, I did so, not. That's what I had, had to bring that to your attention. You know?
0: Well, most certainly do not know about that <laughs> because um, there's like half the things on here. I don't even know if they're true. Founded in 2008, which I thought this was the 10th year. 2008, 2009, 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Okay, so this is our 10th year. So that makes sense. It says Coach John Fisher. I don't even know that he's currently a player. I don't know if he ever coached the team. It says we train at the Park of Roses. Okay, cool. We do have a website. I don't know if you've ever been to our website, ColumbusFoodie.com. The website, again, is never updated and Rob is on the website as you can see right there Rob ah Now Fisher used to be the coach Oh we have another impromptu guest Erin who has decided to wake up from her slumber to finally join us on the podcast maybe we could probably go outside now It
1: takes rest to be this pretty
0: Oh snap Wait John Fisher used to be the coach can you confirm this I can confirm that Okay now also it says began... Wait, hold on. Australian football in the United States began in 1997, yes. Okay, as the Cincinnati Dockers tackled the Louisville Kings. I like how Chet is not even mentioned in this so far. These clubs would form the foundation of the USAFL. In the mid-20s, young athletic Dockers fullback Matthew Rice moved to Central Ohio. No idea who that is. In 2007... Chester. Oh, Chet is mentioned. Chester returned from a trip to Australia when you found enthusiasm for Aussie rules. He subsequently joined the Dockers, who had never seen such a tall, determined player. <laughs> oh man. Hold on. Somewhere in between his first game and July 2008, Chet tricked Rice into founding a club in their native city. They were a match made in heaven chets off Agnacha's enthusiasm and energy meshed well with Rice's pragmatic sensibilities. Who is that, Aaron? Never heard of him. Oh, look at that. But, oh, yes. Let's see. Okay, the club won its first meeting with uh whatever, whatever. Former Marine John Fisher. Can we confirm he's a Marine? hmm Okay. Took over the coaching reigns in twenty eleven, is that true? Fisher's style of play emphasizing hard running and handball paid dividends. In 2011, the Jackaroos dismantled the Nashville Kangaroos and the North Carolina Tigers, but key players missing at Nationals in Austin meant the team went winless. Mm-hmm. In the 2012 National Championship saw the Jackaroos lose to Chicago in highly controversial circumstances in the Division Three Grand Finale. Okay, the miscarriage of justice only served to steal the resolve of the player playing group, and two thousand thirteen led them to their first um, title. Yes, of course. Yes, we knew that. All right. Um, the references are all okay. So, once the USAFL link, which you pointed out, Ryan, then we have Columbus Inc. Worthington, Ohio, Nonprofit Facts. What is this? Is this
1: our headquarters?
0: 7478 Cayman Lane? Columbus? <laughs> Wait a minute. We have a... We are legit a nonprofit organization. It says right here that Anish is the person who filed this. Charitable Organization... We need Aaron to confirm this. Aaron. Aaron, please confirm that Anish is officially the title owner of the Columbus Jackaroos.
1: Probably. He funds most of our stuff.
0: What? What do you mean he funds most of our stuff? I thought we had a budget. Yeah, but Anish used to be treasurer. Okay. And he just makes it work. So... What I'm getting at is... He probably uh,
1: registered us as the the
0: profit Okay, so that's probably, that would make sense as to why this is on here. All right. Um, Thomas graduate Renauer develops area team in this week's news from 2016. Oh, this is juicy. Just an article on Chet. I would like to point out that Chet is very... As he likes to call himself a social butterfly, yet has yet to make it to an away game this season in our tenth year. Oh, there's no videos. I thought it was going to be videos. Well, 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 well. The Roo's Tale World Footy News. Oh, I didn't even know it was worldfootynews.com. The following article was submitted to us by the Columbus Jet. Ja- you know it's sad when we submit our own articles. Come on now. The Jackaroos compete in Division Three. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. All right. I'm bored with this. With this. Oh, look! The original picture. Look at that. Okay, Ryan. This is Fisher right there. Do you remember him from today? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so yeah. that's Fisher. That's who John Fisher is. Okay. So Clyde is still there. Let's see. Uh, Chad That's the picture Stork. you're looking at now That's the
1: original team yeah, I think so Yeah
0: the original team I think
1: Charter team from okay.
0: I think so Div- Oh no Division 3 run- national runners up So it's not the charter team It's When they became, They got They finished second Crow A lot of people in here Don't roll I know uh, Rainbow's on here This guy plays for New York now What the fuck Who yeah. This guy Well, how about you come closer? We are recording. You're going to come out as whispering on the freaking podcast. This dude right here on the picture.
1: <coughs>
0: mhm. No. Mm. So we lost some key members. I see. Evan, guy with the faux hawk, stork. I don't know who this under Indian guy is.
1: That he used to run the.
0: The other Indian guy? Yeah. Is that Matt Rice? No. Oh. It's Great. So we're so okay. So we're an Australian rules football team that is in Columbus, Ohio, funded by India. That's what it sounds like to me. But now, Ryan, I will say you were able to watch some matches today. I was. I was. What would you say was the mark of the tournament? The
1: mark of the tournament. Yes. Now, what do you mean by mark? You know, there's, I hear that term thrown around a lot. In uh, okay, the, in so, the mark, funny world, so mark
0: is when you know. a player goes up and catches the ball without anybody touching it, in order to, uh, I guess, earn a free kick, sort of, so to speak.
1: I got you. Okay, I understand. I, I'm with you now. I'm with you now. You know, if, when you first asked the question, I thought you were asking what the highlight was. You know, what I thought was the, the best play of the day and and you know, all that kind
0: well, of stuff. Well, this, this may be the same thing. I mean, it could be, yes. Well,
1: I'll tell you, man. I mean, there's a lot of good action out there today. I'll, I'll admit there was a lot of good action, a lot of good plays. You know, I'd say Aaron, Aaron made she had a nice catch in her game with the Jills. You know, the Jills played hard. They had a great game.
0: Aaron uh, punched someone. short,
1: but they played well. Um, we would like to put... What, Mexie, Mexie, in honor of you, though, man, I'll tell you. I, I was standing at the field. I was making sure I had my sunscreen on before I got out to the field. And everything. <laughs> Cause I'm prepping up. I'm not at the end of the field. Just yes. kind of... Standing there where they were selling food. Food and Gatorade and all that. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking towards the field. You guys were you guys playing Boston, I believe, in that first yes, game. Yes, yes.
0: That was our first game.
1: And, man, I, I, you know, I don't know how much you got in the action, but, man, you went up there. I mean, it looked like you tipped it to yourself. Yes. A little bit. It looked like you caught it off the tip and came down and fell on your back. Man, I'm like, man, that's... He, he, he laid out... All just the tip. He, yeah, he had a little <laughs> acrobatic catch there. I was like, man, that's pretty... First, stuck, first, first I mean, off,
0: I, I, all I remember is palming it to myself because it somehow... Now mind you, these gloves I wear—they don't stick as well as I thought. I think they would, so it kind of stuck to the glove, but then it was coming off. So then I put my other hand to it, and I was coming down, and I can't remember if it was one or two players, but all I remember is somebody swinging and catching me in the eye as I'm going to ground, and I—I I have one eye shut and one eye open. I'm like, oh my you god, lost your eye. that's how I got punched in the eye. Yes. Yeah, oh, I got punched in the eye. I got punched oh, in the eye you know, so so I like I'm falling like this and <laughs> the guy I guess was like doing this to try and like like punch it out of there. So he missed and hit me in the face and I'm like I got one eye shut and I could barely see the ball and I'm like please don't drop this. And I remember going to ground and a ball just landing in my hands as I'm on the ground. Yes, it was it was I would say my best play of that game. That led, that led to me hearing Stork call Muddy, kicking in the score, Stork, and then I don't remember if he scored, but I'm pretty sure he got it behind on that one. But anyways, no, Aaron punched a woman in the jaw on purpose, mind you. No. Aaron just decided to jack a female magpie in the face because the ball was no longer there and she, you know, Mo- momentum carries on and just, you know, finish through. Good job. Wait, did the girls win? Negatory. Negatory. That's alright. We'll blame Baltimore-Washington. Train that. It was a
1: rough first quarter. It was a close game, yeah. First quarter got out of hand a little bit, but uh, the Jills... I mean the Jules, the Jules really dominated the second, third, fourth quarter.
0: They came back, didn't they? Yeah, not? yeah. yeah
1: pretty sure they came back. First quarter was pretty lopsided for New York, but uh, the Columbus team, yeah, they hung in there, man. They hung in there, and played really. outplayed them the last three quarters of the game.
0: Well, let me. I'm glad you brought that up, Ryan, because this is this is what I was saying all tournament, and this is what pisses me off about the stupid USAFL website is that they had okay, so Carolina in the mind, Eastern Regional previews. So, they have this entire paragraph or so dedicated to the preview of today's tournament. And three little tiny sections are talking about how Austin lost the final of the Central Regional Tournament to Dallas. And if New York wins, they could move up to number one spot in the country. New York lost to Baltimore. Almost lost to us. I'm pretty sure if we had Stork and Rainbow healthy... We won that la- those last two games. So, is Austin still won? I don't know. All I know is Boston is still below us because they were ranked 12th or ranked 11th, and we beat them.
1: Hmm. It's be some interesting rankings next week after these tournaments. Maybe.
0: Actually, I think they come out next month.
1: Oh, they do a monthly? Yeah, I think okay. so. so. this well, is a, like a college football thing. Where yeah, you no, no, get a new no, no, uh, no, 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 Top 25 no, no. every yeah, Monday.
0: No. For, first off, there's like maybe 30 teams. Hold on, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, seven, nine. Oh, 40, 47 teams. Some actually are no longer in existence, I want to say. Like the Wisconsin, oh, no, Wisconsin Wombats are still there. St. Petersburg Swans? I didn't even know we had a St. Petersburg team. Seattle Grizzlies, San Diego Lions. St. Louis Blues is... We don't host nationals where there's not a team, Alex. Wait, what? We don't have white a nationals? We don't host nationals where there's not a team. We went to St. Petersburg last year. No, we went to Sarasota. Whatever. Sarasota does not have a team. Tampa has a team, apparently.
1: Well, that's close enough to Sarasota, probably, right? I think they're kind of in that same region.
0: Well, I don't even see Tampa on this list. Portland. Sacramento. St. Louis in its alphabetical order yeah I don't see I don't see Tampa unless Tampa just disappeared. who's this? Indianapolis Las, Las Vegas as a team Cleveland Cannons, also, Cincinnati also yes old did you beat up for your purple princess town Purple princess towel. I, Aaron, we are not... Okay, if, Okay, Aaron, if we're going to be talking about personal stuff, we need a private, like, we need a full warning on the, should, right on
1: the podcast. Okay, write it on the podcast.
0: My, per, my purple princess towel, it is... That, first off, that used to be a darker purple. It has lasted a long time, and it has faded. So, yes, it is now a lighter purple color. i got to
1: interject here. Yes, If this towel just got so light over the years now, man, approximate number of years that you've taken Had that this towel? towel with you, man. This towel sounds like it makes a lot of road trips, man. It you does, know, but it's not, it is not, it is not
0: the longest raining towel I have. I have actually one.
1: I've never even seen this
0: towel, Maxie. I'm sorry. Were you supposed to be my towel... I mean, inventory She's person. Doing t- towel analysis. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Let me just bring you monthly to my place so you can analyze towels. No, the only the longest raining towel I have, I've had it since I was eight. It is actually falling apart. But it has. It's a picture of like the beach, with with the ocean in the background and this penguins like just laying on the beach on the towel. Ooh. that uh, that towel is, uh, that, is that, that,
1: that's lasted test of the time Oh it absolutely' it's lasted
0: this one time. has not lasted as long I think I say this one has maybe five six years yeah it's
1: it's faded okay okay hey, faded. You know, just curious man just curious you know we're on the Mexi mind Matters podcast and just looking to get into the mind of mexi and see we're, what's going on we're, we're also waiting for Aaron to get
0: ready. <coughs> So that we can go and do what I do best at the Australian Rules football team, and that is the boat race. Which apparently, uh, from a recent message from Joel, says that apparently I am starting. Well, I would hope so. I
1: am the anchor. Now, how many people normally a boat race is, what, five, five, five on, on five? on five. So you but got you, a little basketball-type setup there. You could, you could do ten on ten, but usually five on five. Usually five on five. Now, how, does Columbus, how does Columbus normally, you guys normally mop up in that? We all we've, as far as
0: I know, with our starting lineup, we've never lost a boat race. That's
1: pretty impressive, man. That's a lot of games and that's a lot of years.
0: Now, 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 well, hold on. The starting lineup has only been in effect three years since I've been on the team, basically, because it's we decided it's footy. Big footy starts. Chad goes second. Clyde goes third. Pretty pre used to be fourth, and then me anchor. But then now we either substitute since Pretty Pre is in Orlando, we substitute him with either Ariel, Ramo, uh, pretty much anybody can just fill that slot because the the main point is Big Footy and Chad being so tall and Big Footy is like a tank; he can drink many beers. They give us a huge lead, so by the time Clyde comes along, all Clyde has to do is hold the lead yeah, he and can say. It. And well, but then Pretty Pre had no gag reflex, so he would just like. Mop up, and then I would just clean up after that. But now, basically three and four. So Clyde and whoever steps in at four, all have to, all they have to do is hold the lead, and then I usually just bring it home. So you're
1: the anchor at the end. Yeah. How much now are we talking the boat race here? Is it normal is it a 16 ounce beer or 12 ounce beer? What do you guys do?
0: 10 uh, ounce. It depends. It's supposed to be a pint, but <coughs> it's whatever the bar has available. So Understood. If, if, Understood. if it's, uh-huh, if it's a cup of beer, beer yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's a pint. Um, 16 ounce, it just depends. But, it. I mean, it all depends on the, on the venue. We've done it with any of them. We've done pints. We've done uh, tall tall glasses. Yeah. We've done cups. I'm
1: it, I'm it. Actually, fun Actually,
0: I do believe, I think, today, no, actually, I don't think we've had a game where we've done a boat race this year, this season, with our full team. Because I think this is my first boat race with the team, because every other time they've been to the bar, like at Boston, I ran a marathon, so I couldn't, I couldn't do the boat race. Uh, Louisville. Well,
1: one, one beer the night before the marathon's not gonna hurt you too.
0: Well, I know, but I had to drive to Vermont, so I mean, I didn't stay. Then uh, Louisville, we usually don't stay overnight to do a boat race. Uh, I wasn't here for Toronto, which apparently we mopped up that boat race uh, to the point where one of the Toronto people ended up in
1: jail. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, real quick, a couple of Toronto people are in jail. <laughs> yeah,
0: the Toronto Woo. people got in jail because they got. They got into a scuffle with uh, the bouncers. What? It
1: says
0: free. Does it say free? Is
1: that free water?
0: Aaron is bringing this to to my attention because we were discussing earlier how Brent does not know.
1: this one's 250.
0: Sorry, I got the free one. Wait, wait a minute. How do you... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. Time out. Since Aaron brought this up, let's... We're discussing how Brent did not know that water has to be paid for in a hotel. How do we know, or how would they know, that we use them? Once says free, Once it's two fifty.
1: There's two water bottles.
0: Yes, we drink both, fill them back up, tighten them up, put these back on there. How are they going to know we open them? It would take a pretty
1: dedicated staff to go through each room and check that.
0: That's true. And plus, most mo- most hotel people are, like, the people that check that are Mexican, and they barely speak English, so I'm pretty sure they don't check the seal on the water bottle.
1: So actually, people, That's actually a very good point, man. I mean, I've never, not that I'm looking to scam, on, you know, scam a hotel on water, typically, but I mean, you could pull that off, probably.
0: I learned this trick when we went to, I was 16 years old, and so I was going to high school in, in London. And our <laughs> class took a sophomore year trip to Sicily for history geography class. So we were there for a week and we were staying in a local hotel. And the hotel in in Sicily had a nightclub in the basement. And over there it was like, you know, 18 and over. But, you know, most 16-year-olds kind of look old enough. Mm-hmm. And it was in the hotel so they didn't really question. So we would just always mm-hmm. go – down to the basement and like just partied up every freaking night. Then we decided to do the same thing with the, the mini fridge, the, the little mini bar. So we would open up the, uh, the liquor bottles and only, we only picked the clear liquors and then we would put them in the water bottle and take them out with us on the daily museum trips and all that and then replace them with water and then just fix the seal so it looked like we hadn't used them. Uh, I to this not day bad. do not know if they ever found out or not, but hey, what happens in Sicily stays in Sicily. Yeah, I will say this though: the teacher was taking pictures and videos. There's a, they showed the parents when we got back. There's a picture. There was a picture of me leaning up against one of the churches, like this, like passed <laughs> out because I had my water bottle. I'm passed out, like taking a siesta, and. The teacher just goes, oh, here's Alex, apparently tired from an entire day of sightseeing, and I'm like looking at the water bottle that's right next to me, and it had this much left, and it was a full bottle. It was nothing but liquor. So yeah, I was like completely gone.
1: Uh, poor Nobody little, knew. Poor little Mexie was tired from sightseeing that day. Yeah,
0: I'm sure. Drunk <laughs> as fuck on the freaking steps of whatever church.
1: Passed out on church this.
0: But yeah, oh, let me ask Joel if he are you replacing Footy as the starter of our boat race, and when are we going? We can go down to Isaac Hunter's. What is that? To tavern, they have like the famous Molly drink, the cherry jam. You'd like it. Oh. We're going to have to cut this podcast short and come back with a part 2 because we are about to go get our drink on. So stay tuned for the next part in this and we will obviously still have guest Ryan, possibly Aaron, but Aaron is a lightweight so she might be passed out when we record the next part. But To be to be to be continued.